The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. If you are the Son concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. And he said to him, All these I shall give to you, if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's here at the beginning of Lent, it's almost exactly the right, the right gospel passage that we'd expect to hear. It's Jesus' time of temptation, of fasting in the desert, and this is, this is in part what we pattern our observance of Holy Lent on. We pattern our observance of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving on what our, our Lord and Master and our King has done before us. He's gone into the desert, and he's, uh, he's done battle with the devil, and he's He's won the victory. Jesus has won the victory, and it's ours simply to share in it. As, and it's ours to share in it especially as we enter into this observance of Lent, as we prepare for uh, the celebration of his victory over sin and death. Because, of course, as we celebrate Lent, uh, we can get in this weird headspace where we pretend, well, okay, the passion, death, and resurrection never happened. But, of course, it did. And we... So, and we take part in that victory, even now as we enter into the observance of Lent, we take part in Jesus' victory over sin and death, and it's through this time that we are able to be drawn closer to God through our practices of self-denial, denying ourselves so that we can draw closer to God, that he can draw us closer to him. Because, of course, we can, we can look at this and we can start to say, okay, this is, this is Jesus, he's going into the desert, he's showing how strong he is, how powerful he is, by, by fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, and then as we hear at the, end of the, at the end of the first few lines, and afterwards he was hungry. Of course he was hungry. It was 40 days and 40 nights without food. Many of us on Ash Wednesday were probably, after the first few, first few minutes of realizing we weren't eating all day, were like, I'm hungry, I want food. And Jesus, through this time of prayer, of prayer fasting, and almsgiving, well, not almsgiving, but prayer and fasting in the desert, he was, he was doing battle with the devil. But what does it say at the beginning? At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And so, if we're going to pattern our observance of Lent on what Jesus has done, and I think that's what we're supposed to do, then we have to keep in mind that it's not simply about us setting course for ourselves. 
If it's about setting course for ourselves, we've been doing that all year. What, what's new? But this, here in Lent, we're called to let God set the course. We're called to let God, through his calling to us, through his speaking to us, lead us through the season so that we can draw closer to him. Jesus, Jesus, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, allows himself to be led by the Spirit. He allows himself to be led by the Spirit, especially after this takes place immediately after he is revealed to be God's anointed king at his baptism. God says to him at his baptism in the Jordan, you are my beloved son, you are my dear, dear child, and you I am well pleased. I take great delight in you. And after this revelation, this is when Jesus is led by the Spirit into the desert to do battle with temptation, to do battle with the Satan himself. Because we can, we, can have, we can in some sense have some idea of what this is like. Whenever we, make a, whenever we make a decision to correct course, whenever we make a decision to make a change for the better, we can, we can experience all the forces that are trying to drive us away from that, that, okay, well, this is too hard, or things that are pulling us away because it, it's hard to correct course. And this is something of what Jesus is experiencing, but even more so. Because he's, do, he's doing battle with the very things that have drawn humanity from the beginning, as we hear in the first reading, from the beginning, into rebellion against God. And Jesus, through his obedience, through his following of the Spirit, through his doing battle with temptation, is able to win the initial victory over sin and death that allows him to, to bring that victory, to bring that uh, bring that victory to completion, but allow it to unfold, especially through his life and ministry. It's, it's after this that he embarks on his public ministry, bringing healing and restoration and new life to all those that he encounters as he announces the kingdom of God. And it's this life, this life that is a life of self-denial, a, a life lived totally for the other, this is the life that ultimately leads to the cross. We sang at the beginning, take up your cross. This is, this is part of the journey of Lent, that we are entering into this period of self-denial so that we can give, our, give ourselves totally in love for the other, even to the point of pouring out our lives so that our lives can look something like that, that our lives can look something like the life of Jesus a life of total love, a, a life of total self-gift, and so that we can share in his victory. And part of this is simply by allowing God to set course in our lives, especially as we enter, especially as we go through this season, because as we follow after Jesus in everything, and especially in the beginning of Lent, we re renew our commitment to following after Jesus, following his purposes for our lives, following the call that we've received in, in each and every one of our baptisms to be beloved and dear children of God in whom he delights, following the call to extend his victory over sin and death, we're called to deny ourselves so that we're able to, we're able to pour ourselves out in love for our neighbor.
This is how we win, this is how we share in Christ's victory. It's through nothing other than love. And perhaps that sounds a little bit paradoxical because we can think as we go through Lent, well, no, this seems like a time of where I'm, I'm just buckling down on discipline and that I'm, I'm ratcheting up all these things so that I, can, that I can be a better person. But the purpose of all of these practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving is nothing other than to grow in love. If you are doing, and this is, this is what we heard on Ash Wednesday, if you are doing these practices of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving for anything other than the glory of God, for anything other than to grow in love of God and love of neighbor, then it doesn't amount to anything. It's to no purpose. Because maybe, maybe, you'll, be able to, um, maybe you'll be able to get some small reward on the side. Maybe, maybe you're looking for uh, some other thing, and maybe you'll get that. But you won't reap the benefits that these practices are supposed to, uh, that these practices are supposed to bring us as true disciples of Jesus. And so we have to make sure that we're allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us in our observance of Lent so that we're able to grow in love, we're able to take up practices that are going to help us to grow in love of God and love of neighbor and so that we can draw closer to Christ in everything that we do. Because the life that we're called to live, the life that we're called to follow after, is the life of Christ Jesus, and that life is true humanity. It's the humanity that, we had, that God had always intended for us from the beginning. It's a life of total self-gift, a life that reflects his love to everyone that we meet. And we, throughout the year and every day, every day when we choose to give in to temptation, when we choose to follow these, these shortcuts to achieving what we think is going to bring us happiness, when we give in to those, we're settling for something less. We're settling for second best. We're settling for something less than what God has planned for each and every one of us. But God is calling us through Jesus through the Holy Spirit, he's calling us to himself to live the life that he's called us to. The life that is true human life, the, tri- the life that truly reflects who God is, the God who has given his son for our sake, the God who has loved each and every one of us, and the God that takes delight in each and every one of us. And that, that love is going to sustain us It's going to sustain us and it's going to strengthen us so that we can show the love that we've received in Christ Jesus to everyone else. But we need to because we realize that if we follow after our own pursuits, our vain pursuits that follow, that look toward any number of other things that are going to to bring us fulfillment, we realize first that when we follow after those, they really, they really don't bring, they don't deliver on what they promise. And second, we realize when we follow after those, we're not able to live a fully flourishing life. And so it's God who, in his love for us, not only gives us the pattern of Jesus to follow after, but through Jesus, Jesus himself is able to breathe 
his life, his love into us so that we can share in his victory and that we can, through our observance of Lent, we can learn to say no to ourselves so that we can follow God in everything that he's calling us to do. We can overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil. We can deny ourselves because we know that everything, every word that comes forth from the mouth of God, everything that God has promised us through Christ Jesus is going to lead us to life. We don't have to worry about all these other things that draw us away from God because we know that if we trust him, if we follow the pattern of Jesus, which is nothing other than a life of loving, trusting, obedience to the will of the Father, if we pattern our lives on Jesus, as Jesus had his eyes totally on the Father, and then we have our eyes totally on Jesus. And we know that because he has won the victory, that he has made the way, he has made the way through the desert, he has made his way, made his way even through death itself, that we can trust even as we embark on this season, on this journey of Lent, denying ourselves, allowing the Holy Spirit to strengthen us, strengthen us in the love of Christ, we can trust that we are truly going to share in the victory that we see Jesus win over the enemy of human nature. We are going to be able to share in Christ's victory, and we're going to be able to radiate his love, proclaiming to the world that we are the dear, dear children of God in whom he takes great delight.